Welcome to the NLCC Lancaster Podcast. In this episode, Pastor Gary Keller delivers a message entitled, For Heaven's Sake. We hope and pray this message blesses your life. For more information about our church and other resources, visit us at nlcclancaster.com. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 1, verse number 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. For they shall be an ornament of grace unto thine head and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. Proverbs 23, starting at verse 22. Hearken unto thy father that beget thee. Despise not thy mother when she is old. Buy the truth. Sell it not. Also by wisdom and instruction and understanding. The father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice. And he that begetteth a wise child shall have joy of him. Thy father and thy mother shall be glad. And she that bear thee shall rejoice. So I speak to you today from this thought for heaven's sake and you may be seated as I have often said across this pulpit there was a conspiracy a plot a scheme going on in our home when I was growing up my mother and father were both in on it As a matter of fact, it originated with them. Someone once said that hindsight is 2020. And I found that to be true. And I see it now. I see the conspiracy now through the eyes of my father and the eyes of my mother. The conspiracy in our home can be defined this way. Dad conspired to make sure that we loved God. And he made sure that we loved the truth. And he made sure that we loved the people of God. And that we loved souls. And that we loved the house of God. How could you not love the house of God? We went Tuesday Thursday, Saturday night prayer, Sunday morning, Sunday school, Sunday morning worship, and Sunday night. How could you not love the house of God? Amen. Some of you don't know what I'm talking about. Praise God. And so in our text, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, my daughter, my children, hear the instruction of your father. 
and forsake not the law of thy mother. I see it now. Now that I look back, I see it. The conspiracy in our home was for heaven's sake. Mom and dad had one goal in mind for Hope and Mike and Nathan and me. And that goal was to make sure that we had the knowledge that we needed to make heaven our home. That goal was to present and represent the truth to us, to the children, in such a way that we would love truth with all of our heart, our mind, and our soul, that we would buy the truth and sell it not and make heaven our home. Listen to our text. Hearken unto thy father that begot thee. Despise not thy mother when she is old. Buy the truth and sell it not. He is also saying, buy wisdom and instruction and understanding. And then he makes this powerful statement. The father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice. A father who looks and sees that his children follow the paths of righteousness, that father will rejoice. Thy father and thy mother shall make glad, and she that bear thee shall rejoice. Someone once said, and I identify with this. I don't know who the author of this was or is, but someone once said, I had a drug problem when I was young. I had a drug problem when I was young. I was drugged to church on Sunday morning. I was drugged to church on Wednesday evening. I was drugged to prayer meetings. I was drugged to revival services on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and twice on Sunday. End of quote. Well, when I look back on my life growing up, I can certainly agree with that. We had the same drug problem in our home. I see it now. It all had a purpose. There was a reason behind all of this. And that reason was for heaven's sake. Mom and dad wanted to make sure that we made it to heaven. For heaven's sake, we worshiped together. For heaven's sake, we prayed together. For heaven's sake, we sang together. And for heaven's sake, we read the word of God together. So why did we worship and pray and sing and dive into the word of God? It was all for one purpose, that someday we would make it to heaven. Dad poured into us. Mother poured into us, knowing that they would not always be around and not always able to help us. But if they could, at the very beginning, instill something in us that would become a spirit of love for God and that we would buy the truth and sell it not, then they would say, if our children are righteous, we've been successful. And so for heaven's sake, we bought into the truth. And to this very day, on Father's Day 2023, the truth, the truth, hallelujah, it is still not for sale. Hallelujah. For heaven's sake, 
My father conspired to make sure that I knew and embraced the truth about the one eternal mighty God. Some of the scriptures that he shared with me as a child, and I remember us pouring over the word of God, but I remember dad telling us the importance of Ephesians chapter four. There is one body and one spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all who is above all, through all, and in you all. I remember my mother in particular, she would read this scripture to us found in 1 Timothy 3.16, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God, the eternal spirit. God was manifest in the flesh. Who was that? Jesus Christ. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. John 1 and 1, I've heard this all of my life, this passage of scripture. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was a life and the life was the light of men. And go down to the 14th verse, and the word, the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. So in my home at a young age, for heaven's sake, my father and my mother instilled into my spirit, my soul, my future, that there is one Lord, there is one faith. There is one baptism. There is one God. He is the Lord God Almighty. Besides him, there's not another God. He's the one who was and is and is to come. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He was here before time. He'll be here after time. And he's here during time. There's nobody like him. I've been taught that there's only one Lord and his name is Jesus. And he dwells inside of you through his spirit. And that spirit is called the Holy Ghost. I thank God for heaven's sake. I thank God that I understand and have received and embraced. I bought the truth. I'm not going to sell it. I still believe what my daddy preached. I still believe what he put in me. And we want to do that. Come on, somebody clap your hands under the Lord. Let's praise God. Let's magnify him in the house. Hallelujah. For heaven's sake, my father conspired. There was a conspiracy in our home. For heaven's sake, that's what it was about. That's why they had this conspiracy going on. The conspiracy. My father conspired to make sure that I knew and that I embraced the truth about the power of the name of Jesus. Can I just pause and say there's no name like his name. There's no God like our God. There's no rock like my rock. There's no savior like my savior. There's no door, no way, no truth, no life like my Jesus. Hallelujah. And the beauty of this is what he has done is what he's doing. And what he's doing is what he shall do. 
And there was a conspiracy in my home when I was a kid to make sure that I understood the power of the name of Jesus according to Philippians 2, 9, wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow of things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I also heard many, many times Acts 4, uh, 4 number, verse number 12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none of the name unto heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Thank God for the name of Jesus. If it wasn't for his name, hallelujah. Listen, you don't know how many times God has healed you, blessed you, kept you, saved you, redeemed you, brought you out, and he did it by the name of Jesus. There's no other name where you'll find salvation. There's no other name where you'll find healing. Healing is in the name. Deliverance is in the name. Blessing is in the name. Power is in the name. Your future is in his name. Does anybody love the name of Jesus today? Is there anybody thankful that somebody, for heaven's sake, somebody taught you about the name that is above every name? For heaven's sake, my father conspired to make sure that I knew and embraced the truth about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I wasn't sure about it. I got baptized when I was six. Didn't get the Holy Ghost. Didn't get the Holy Ghost when I was seven. Did not receive the Holy Ghost when I was eight. Didn't get it when I was nine. Ten, I was too cool. Eleven, I didn't need it. Twelve, I'm the man. But on that Sunday night, January of 1966, when I was almost 13 years old and Scotty Teach stood in the pulpit and preached about the second coming of the Lord and that you better get the Holy Ghost. And he pointed his finger at me, a church of four or 500 people. He pointed his finger at me and said, you need the Holy Ghost. Scared me to the altar. <laughs> Praise God. And I went to the altar and I repented of my sins. Hallelujah. Took a long time. Because I went to the altar at 10 o'clock and I didn't get the Holy Ghost till 10 minutes after midnight. Long time of repentance. Hallelujah. You should have seen the list of my sins when I was 13. Couldn't stand my sister. Didn't like my brother. You know, all those deep sins. Amen. Got rid of all those. And at 10 minutes after 12, God filled me with the Holy Ghost. And I knew I got it. Because I hugged my sister. I said, this is the real thing, man. This is it. Hallelujah. I got the Holy Ghost. And I knew I got it because the next morning I woke up and Mike and Hope had gone to school. And mom, I came downstairs and she was fixing bacon and eggs. True story. Toast. And she said, call your grandma and grandpa and tell them what happened. I called grandma and grandpa Keller and I said, I got the Holy Ghost last night. And I heard grandma saying, oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and, you know, it just, it was, it was a tremendous thing. And, and I said, mom, you didn't wake me up for school today. She said, no, son, you got the Holy Ghost last night. You don't have to go to school today. And I said this honest, this is not a makeup story. I said, mother, I'm getting the Holy Ghost every Sunday night. Just mark it down. I'm going to get it every Sunday night. Hallelujah. And let me tell you a long story short by Thursday, the devil had convinced me that I didn't get it. And on the next Sunday night, 
Woo! I walked back into the prayer room by myself. Everybody was in the altar worshiping and praising God. Scotty Teach was still there in revival. And I went back to an empty prayer room and put my face in the northeast corner of that prayer room. And I prayed to my God. And I said, Lord, if you gave it to me last Sunday with Grandma Winters in this ear and Mom sobbing over here and Dad saying, please, God, if you gave it to me, if you gave it to me then, you can give it to me now. The devil has told me that I did not receive it. And in that northeast corner of the prayer room, the Holy Ghost came on me and I started speaking in tongues. And it it almost shocked me. And while I was speaking in tongues, I made this statement to the devil. I said, don't ever come and tell me again that I didn't get it because this is it right here. I've got it. Praise God. You know why I had that conviction in my heart? My daddy said, I want my kids to go to heaven. Bless them, God. Keep them, God. Fill them, God. And the prayers of my daddy were answered. Hallelujah. And all these years later, the devil still comes around and tries to tell me it's not real. And I look him in the eye and I said, we settled that at 28th and Sherman Drive in Indianapolis. Hallelujah. When I was 13 years old. You come too late to tell me that God is not real, that the Holy Ghost is not real. Hallelujah. For heaven's sake, I'm going to heaven. Thank you, Dad, for sharing with me John chapter 7 in the last day, talking about the Holy Ghost. That great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But thus spake he of the spirit, which they that believed on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. But here's some good news today. Jesus has been glorified, and the Holy Ghost has been given. And I can attest to the fact that the Holy Ghost is real, praise God. And so can Brother Mason, who's had it over 70 years. Praise God. I wish somebody would thank God for the experience that you have in the Holy Ghost in this hour. You want to know what's going to get us through? We're living in a crazy, mixed up, tied up, tangled up world. We're living in a world that doesn't know which end is up. We're living in a world that is out of control. You know what's going to help us? It's the baptism of the Holy Ghost that's going to make the way plain. Follow the Holy Ghost. Follow the leading of the Spirit. He said, for as many as are led by the Spirit or by the Holy Ghost, to them gave me power to become the sons of God. Come on, for heaven's sake, follow the leading of the Spirit and let the Holy God of Israel be your Savior. Somebody praise him right now for the baptism of the Holy Ghost that's inside you. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. When the day of Pentecost was fully come in Acts 2, they were all in one accord, in one place. This is what my daddy taught me. For heaven's sake, he taught me this. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and filled all the house where they were sitting there appeared to them cloven tongues like as a fire each of them separate each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 2. I'm not necessarily a speed reader, but I've read these since I was a child. Hallelujah. It's in my heart and in my mind. Praise God. Then Peter said unto them, 
Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and your children, to them are far off, even in the Lord. And with many other words that he testified and exhort, saying, Save yourself from this untoward generation. Then they heard, received the word, were baptized the same day. There were 3,000 out of the church. How can I say it that fast? Because I believe it. It's in me. It got put in me as a child. My daddy said, For heaven's sake, you need to know that there's one Lord, that his name is Jesus, that his spirit will dwell inside of you. It's put in me. Thank God for every father that's not afraid to stand up in this hour and declare to their children, this is the whole counsel of God. The goal is for you to make it to heaven. Every daddy in this place wants their children to make it to heaven. Come on, every dad, stand here and clap. Would you stand, every father, stand and clap your hands and say, preach it, preacher. I want my kids to go to heaven. Come on, come on, let's praise him. Let's clap our hands unto him. Let's thank him for the power in the name of Jesus. Let's thank him for the Holy Ghost. Let's thank him that we know who the one God is. And I will close this session of this message with this scripture. Romans 14, 17. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink. But it is righteousness and peace and joy where in the Holy Ghost. If you've got the Holy Ghost, you've got righteousness. If you've got the Holy Ghost, you've got peace. If you've got the Holy Ghost, you've got joy. The Word of God tells us that's what it is. The Holy Ghost is righteousness. It's peace. It's joy in the Holy Ghost. For heaven's sake, don't lose your joy. For heaven's sake, don't lose your peace. For heaven's sake, don't walk out on righteousness. It's going to get us out of here. For if the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, it's going to quicken these mortal bodies and this mortality is going to put an immortality. This Come on, somebody. The Holy Ghost is going to get us out of here. The Holy Ghost is going to get us out of here. Thank God for heaven's sake that my daddy told me about the Holy Ghost. Woo. For heaven's sake, this is my last point. For heaven's sake, my daddy conspired to make sure I knew and embraced the truth about heaven. Mm. Glory to God. I learned a long time ago that there's a better place than here. My daddy told me that there's a better place. Hallelujah. I remember when he died, and I'm sorry about personal story here today, but that's okay. Hallelujah. I remember before my father died, I had this, you know, I'm 21 years old when he died, and he was sick for four years. So from 17 to 21, he was on the brink of death. And, and, and I remember walking into the house and, and his room where the, where the hospital bed was. It was so quiet, and I thought, oh, God, oh, God, is he gone? Is he gone? Is he gone? And there was a fear that gripped my heart. But when Daddy died... Something died inside of me. When daddy died, something died inside of me. 
Because I realized at that moment, everything he told me about his name, his power, his truth, his experience, everything had come into fruition for him. And when daddy died, I lost my fear of death. And I said, if daddy can, whoo, if daddy can live to age 49 and love, I thought he was an old man when he died. Hallelujah. If dad can live to age 49 and die, he showed me the way and how to do everything else in life. Now he showed me how to die in Christ. And from that moment on, I lost my fear of death. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? For heaven's sake, my daddy said, I want you to know where I'm going. Hallelujah. I didn't live for here and now. If we have hope in Christ in this life only, we're of all men most miserable. But our hope is not for here and now only. It's for there and then. Hallelujah. Can I preach to somebody right now? We don't have anything to fear. God has not given to us the spirit of fear. I said God has not given to us the spirit of fear. But of love and power and the sound mind. We ought to praise him today that we don't walk in fear. God conquered fear. He died. He was buried. Three days later, he came out with all power in heaven for heaven's sake. For heaven's sake, don't let fear grip your heart today. Come on, let's praise him. Let's praise him. Let's praise him. Let's praise him. For heaven's sake. For heaven's sake, I'm going to heaven. Hallelujah. I'm closing. When I think about heaven, and then I look back in the Old Testament, they, the patriarchs and matriarchs of the Old Testament, did not have the knowledge of heaven that we have. So they had to describe it the best way they could. And Moses, writing the book of Genesis, this is the only way he knew to describe heaven. He said, the first day of creation, God said, let there be light. That was not the sun, the moon, the stars. That was a spiritual and intellectual enlightenment that in the void of this nothingness, there's a God out here. It was an introduction to nothingness that something in the nothingness is there. It's too deep for me. But on the first day of creation, he just said, I'm here. Lord, I could just shout right there. On the second day of creation, he said, let there be a firmament or a separation from the sky and the, and the earth and all of that. The third day, he said, let the dry ground appear. On the fourth day of creation, now we have the sun, the moon, the stars. On the fifth day of creation, there was the creeping things, the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air. He created the plant life. All of that came in the fifth day. On the sixth day of creation, he said, let us make man. Hallelujah. Speak in those things that are not as though they are. Because when he said, let us make man in our image, he was talking about an image that he didn't have yet. He speaks those things that are not. And he said, 4,000 years from now, I'm coming in the like manner that I'm going to make this. The spirit was saying, I'm going to have a body. I don't have it yet, but I'm going to have a body. And when I get that body, it's going to be made from the body that I'm getting ready to create here. This is going to be man. And man was made on the sixth day of creation. And all Moses could say about heaven was this. 
On the seventh day, God rested. Sounds like heaven to me. That's all he, that, that he said, that's it. I mean, he made the stars, the moon, the land, the land, the sea, the birds, the fowl, the air, and man. He made man in his own image. And then God said, this is very good. I'm going to rest. I wish, you know, there's some people that just never give God any time to rest. I'll leave that right there. Praise God. David. David. Reveals what he knew about heaven. I'm going to read it to you. Moses said, you know, I, all I know, he had no idea about walls of jasper and gates of pearl. And they, they didn't have that knowledge. All Moses could say is it's, it's a day of rest. David, David describing heaven, got as close as he could when his son died. Listen to the passage in 2 Samuel 12, starting at verse 19. And when David saw that his servants whispered, David perceived that the child, his son, was dead. Therefore, David said unto his servants, is the child dead? And they said, he is dead. David arose from the earth, washed himself, changed his apparel, and came in to the house of the Lord and worshiped. When his boy died, the first thing he did is he came to God's house and worshiped. Then he came to his own house. He left the church and went home. And when he required of his servants, they set before him bread and he did eat. Then his servants said unto him, what thing is this that thou hast done? Thou didst fast and weep for the child while it was alive. But when the child was dead, thou didst rise and eat bread. And David said, this is as close as I can get to tell you anything about heaven. This is from David. David said, while the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept. For I said, who can tell whether God will be gracious to me that the child may live? And then he said, this is what I know about heaven for heaven's sake. But now my boy is dead. Wherefore should I fast? Can I bring him back again? And David said this, I shall go to him, but he shall not return to me. What do you know about heaven, David? All I know is I can't bring anybody back but I'm going there. I can't bring him back, but I can go to where he is at. For heaven's sake, daddy, I can't bring you back, but I'm coming. Hallelujah. Mama, I can't bring you back, but I'm coming. My child, I can't bring you back. My brother, my sister, my cousin, Hallelujah! I can't bring you back, but I'm on my way. Next Sunday afternoon, I will bury my first cousin, John Frymeyer. John, I was at your hospital bed last Sunday evening, and this Sunday evening, I will preach your funeral. And I can't bring you back, John, but I'm coming, hallelujah. I wish somebody would say, for heaven's sake, I'm not going to miss out on heaven. I'm not going to miss out on heaven. For heaven's sake. 
So Moses, what can you say about heaven? Well, it's a day of rest. David, what can you say? I can't bring anybody back, but I can go to where they are at. And then Abraham. Abraham got close. He was the friend of God. God gave him revelatory insights that brought him closer than Moses or David to the reality of heaven. And this is what we find in Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place where he should after receive an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whether he went. He walked by faith. By faith he sojourned in a land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. This, This is how close he got. For he looked for a city that hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Couldn't tell us a lot about it, but he said, I know there's a city out there somewhere. And in the foundations, the God's, God's the architect. God is the, is the architect and, and the designer and the creator of this thing called heaven. All I know is there's a city out there and I'm looking for that city. So Moses, tell me about it. Well, it's a day of rest. David, tell me about it. Well, I can't bring anybody back, but I can sure go there. Abraham, tell us about it. Well, I'm looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. And so for heaven's sake, my father conspired to make sure that I knew and embraced the truth about heaven from John the Revelator, John the, the, the Revelator that gave us this insight from his point of view in Revelation 21. And I saw a new heaven Woo. and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them. And God shall wipe away their, or shall shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away their tears, all their tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, no more sorrow crying neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away and he that sat on the throne said behold I make all things new and he said unto me write this down for these words are true and faithful and he said unto me it is done I am alpha I am omega I'm the beginning the end I will give unto him that is a thirst the fountain of the water of life freely he that overcometh shall inherit all things and I will be his God and he shall be my son can I tell you right now we know too much not to go there Because we know it's more than a day of rest. We know it's more than just going to where our loved ones have gone. We know more than it's just a city somewhere out there. But we know that it's walls of jasper, gates of pearl, 12 different kinds of fruit on one tree, a crystal sea, golden streets. And on top of that, we know this. We know this. There will be no need for the moon or the stars or the sun. For the glory of God will light that city. Daddy, thank you for putting it in my heart. For heaven's sake, I'm going there. Now I want to do something I've never done in this church. I want to share with you six songs. I'll spare you. 
by just reading them. Unless I get a feedback that says, sing, pastor, sing. I didn't think so. I can't do it for just two of you. It would have to be 100%. And I'm not going to get 100% because my wife is not going to say sing. Well, you're with the praise team. Praise God. These are the songs that I grew up on. If you'll just pardon me for a moment, I got to go back. For heaven's sake, this is why my daddy made sure I went to church on Tuesday and Thursday and Sunday morning and Sunday night and prayer on Saturday. For heaven's sake, this is why he made sure I learned these songs and they're still in my soul today. They were all about heaven. We sang about heaven because that's where we're going. Thank you, daddy. One song we sang, won't it be wonderful there? Having no burdens to bear. Joyously singing with heart bells all ringing. Won't it be wonderful there? That's what we sang. We sang second song. This was my favorite. This was my favorite. We shall see the king. We shall see the king. We shall see the king when he comes. For he's coming in power. We'll hail the blessed hour. We shall see the king when he comes. Oh, my brother, are you ready for the call? To crown your savior, king and lord of all. The kingdoms of this world shall soon before him fall. We shall see the king when he comes. No charge for that one. The third, oh yeah. Now that you know I can sing, you want me to. You're not, it's not going to happen. We sang the song like this. Some glad morning. When this life is over, I'll fly away. To a home on God's celestial shore, I'll fly away. I'll fly away, oh glory. I'll fly away. In the morning when I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. When the shadows of this life have gone, I'll fly away. Like a bird from prison bars have flown, I'll fly away. Just a few more weary days and then, I'll fly away to a land where joy shall never end. I'll fly away. Thank you, Daddy, for giving me a song in my heart that I'll fly away someday. Song number four. Oh, our Lord is coming back to earth again. Yes, our Lord is coming back to earth again. Satan will be bound a thousand years. We'll have no tempter then. After Jesus shall come back to earth again. Um, I just had to sing another one. Listen. I'm just telling you that it got put deep in my heart. The word, the songs we used to sing. We sang another one and went like this. As I journey through the land, singing as I go. Point, am I on key? Is that okay? Okay. 
pointing souls to Calvary, to the crimson flow. Many arrows may pierce my soul from without within, but my Lord leads me on through him I must win. Oh, I want to see him look upon his face, there to sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. Cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. When before me billows rise from the mighty deep, then my Lord directs my bark. I never did understand what bark meant. Hallelujah. He does safely keep, and he leads me gently on through this world below. He's a real friend to me. Oh, I love him so. Now look, I know we can't go back. I don't want to go back. We're not getting the songbooks out. Okay, don't think that this is a pitch from the pastor to go back. I love our songs we sing right now, but the songs that got put deep in my heart, almost every one of them had to do with we're going someplace. We're not just here for here and now. There's a heaven to gain. There's a hell to shun. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you for your song. You put in my soul. For heaven's sake. And that concludes this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. And for those of you on iTunes, leave us a good rating. Thank you for listening to the NLCC Lancaster Podcast.